This is Locked in the Green Room, and I'm chatting to Kurosh Kanani. So Kurosh is a real good friend of mine. He's an amazing guitarist. He's uh, He started his guitar playing life, uh, really playing in the style of Django Reinhardt. Um, but from there, he's been working on so many different things. And uh, he's just a very interesting musician. And I hope you enjoy hearing him talk candidly about what he's been up to and how he's feeling on lockdown. All right. How you doing, Coop? I'm good. Sorry. I'm... Uh, this is a problem. Like, you, this is a thing, right? You don't want to be called Coop anymore. Is that true? Um, yeah, preferably. I would. I've tried to edge, sort of, slide that name out of my life. Which it came I, about nine, but which I think is fair enough because you're. It's not your name. No, it's just it, it was a nickname that came about when I was nine years old. So. Yeah, but the problem is, is I I've been calling you Coop for so long. And you actually, you actually never told me, me explicitly that you didn't want to be called Koo. I think I just heard that somewhere else. Yeah, I, like, oh, I think, God. no, it's it, with, with close friends and stuff and things, I don't really so much mind. But yeah. um, I think when in any kind of professional circumstances, when you say, oh, my name's Koo, it just, I don't know, it comes across in a different way. Yeah. And uh, so, I try, yeah, I try my best, but people like you or people I know really, really well, they call me Koo, I don't it's, it's okay. I am going to try and stop it because I don't want to be saying I don't want you to be hearing this word that you don't quite like every time you see me and then you'll start you'll start like you'll start sort of seeing like meetings with me as like a negative thing because you'll just keep hearing this this word that you don't like so I'll try not it's the weirdest part is when people I didn't even know knew about it called me coot it's like where did you get that from I, I don't know like People I didn't expect at all have called me that. It's no, but really... you've, you've been called Koo for ages, man. Like, ah. you're, still as, you're still down as on, in my phone as Koo Kanani. You know what? That'll help if I change it to Kurosh. That'll, yeah. that'll mean it'll stop. So anyway, thanks for doing this with me. Right. Um, I, yeah, I've been doing these interviews with different musicians on lockdown, and uh, I'm just trying to get a little glimpse into what everybody's been up to. To be honest, you know, I know what you've been up to because... I speak to you, you know, nearly every day, but um, it'd be quite. I still would like to reiterate some of the stuff. So, what? Yeah. How have you been? Uh, how have you been doing on lockdown? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, good. I've not been. I've not been into any states of insanity or anything. No. Uh, no, I've been. I've been good with that sort of stuff. If there's moments where I'm getting a bit, feel like I've done everything, or I don't want to do anything anymore, or I'm just getting all a bit bit much with it then i'll just do absolutely nothing i'll just sit in silence or i'll go for a walk or something but i've been good because i'm, I'm never i never ever ever get bored of my own company you never get I, bored of your own company i never get bored of my own company I've, i always love i'm always fine being on my own always yeah so I'm, I'm sort of the same yeah i feel like it's just it's definitely i mean i think adrian said this as well but it's definitely a thing amongst musicians and artists of any kind is that you can just you're totally fine with being on your own it's nothing new yeah it's more just like you have to do it every single day so sometimes it's just more a matter of little tiny bits of routine help but now i've been good i've just i've always got something to do it's either guitar or learning stuff or reading or finding things out as long as i'm learning stuff i'm i'm happy yeah that's it i'm a bit similar but i do tend to just stick it i i don't um I don't, I don't, you know, all I'm really thinking about at the moment is music. I'm not really thinking so much about anything else, but you've been really good because you've been learning Italian, haven't you? Yeah, I've been, well, I've been learning Italian for two years, I think now. Yeah. Two years. Um, so I've become semi, semi-fluent. Um, I can definitely just have conversations and then, which is nice. And then when I'm not having lessons, I'm, watch Italian films or I've got loads of books in Italian. I just, I just read them. And the more you do that, the more you actually know what the book's about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's been great learning Italian. And so that's, it all goes into the same part though, as long as I'm learning things, whether it's music, new tunes, new things about music, Italian, or even recipes, food, like learning, yeah. learning cook new things. I have noticed that you've been doing more, 
you've been talking about cooking more because that yeah. wasn't that wasn't always a thing, right? You've not always been a big cooking person. No, no. So maybe I, that's a bit of, like that. Is that one of the main? Actually, if you think about it, is that maybe one of the main things that's changed since lockdown? I know you were doing a bit before. But probably, actually, yeah. I think in because you were already just like going hard on the guitar and and an Italian before, right? Yeah, that's not changed at all. That's just mm -hmm. the same. But yeah, the cooking thing definitely. I've, I can now cook. Uh, I can now cook dal really well. I can cook gorma sabzi really well, which is a Persian dish, and a few of odd Italian dishes, which I can, I'm now really good at. Which and Italian actually, dishes? Uh, um, carbonara. I can cook a really good carbonara now. Nice. And, um, the sort of one I've made up, I don't know what it is, but it's just a bunch of vegetables mixed together with some um, orecchiette pasta and this stuff called nduya, which is like a spreadable spicy salami, and you just sort of put it all <laughs> in and cook everything correctly. It's mm -hmm. absolutely amazing. Nice. Says the chef. <laughs> well, why don't you, uh, you, should, you should, uh, should send me that recipe. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you should do a cooking class online. Well, you could do one now if you wanted. <laughs> this is your moment to shine. Yes. Um, no, but yeah, I, I found myself cooking loads more. You know what I did yesterday was I, um, I made uh, I made pasta. You made pasta. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because you know, pasta doesn't just grow from the ground. It, you got to make it. No, I thought it grew from trees. Yeah, pasta trees. It's not like rice or anything. You got to make it. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I made I made, uh, I made pasta yesterday. Which, which kind of pasta? Uh, what's like the, the, that? It's the, the the stuffed pasta. What's it called? Oh, um, ravioli. Yeah, like ravioli. Which is yeah. really good. It was really good. I mean, it, we, we maybe made it a bit too a bit too sick, but hmm. um, but you've always been pretty good at cooking. You've always I like cooking. You've always been definitely better at that than me. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but um, I like I do like cooking, and now I've been finding that the best thing, like this, is the time to cook stuff that you would just never bother doing like i'm doing yeah. loads of slow cooked stuff and i'm doing loads of stuff that's like a total faff yeah all the stuff that you look at and you're like there's no way i'm going to do that and buy all that all these ingredients and then actually now i'm like no you know what i'm going to do it because it's time, yeah you know it's, it's fun i think that's one thing one really good thing about this whole lockdown yeah that's changed brain activity in that way i think because i, I was like exactly what you just said I always thought, no, 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 it takes too long. I'm not going to do this. I'm, I've got, I've not got time. I've not got time. Yeah, like being yeah. a proper like sort of city boy as well. Like, oh, I've not got time. I should do this. I should get on with this. I need to probably do this. I haven't got time. I'll leave it for another time. And mm. then you never ever do it. No. And then suddenly you think, oh, I can. I've definitely got time to do this. And you, you're walking around the shop. And normally, if I ever thought to myself, I'm going to make this recipe, and I'd be in the shop buying the stuff, and in always in my head, I'd be stressed out thinking. Ah, but I need to be doing this. I shouldn't be wasting time trying to cook long meals. Yeah, and all of that anxiety just goes away at the minute because you think there's literally nothing else that needs doing right now. I I have all the time to to do this, and it just brings you straight into the moment, and you start enjoying. Ah, I'll find this ingredient. Oh, maybe I'll add this to it. Oh, this should. Be nice. And you can stand on there and stand there and Google stuff on your phone while you're looking for ingredients and think this is actually really nice, and just it, it stills mm. you a lot. Yeah. There's the anxiety of thinking, oh, I've not got gigs, not got money, I've not got this and that, but it brings about a lot of peace just being that you're not in a rush anymore. You've got time. Yeah. So have you? So you found that then? You haven't? You've you've managed to like slow your brain down a little bit? Absolutely. That's yeah. Good. I still have the same problem I always have, which is wanting to do a hundred things at the same time yeah. to maximum capacity. Mm. But I think the trick is to that is just pick one and just try and do it well it doesn't matter what it is so if you wake up in the morning and you think well i want to practice this i want to exercise i want to cook this i want to watch this i want to read this and i want to do that and that can be really daunting even if you've got nothing to do all day but it doesn't matter what it is if you just pick one of them and just do it well you'll feel you'll feel really good because you your brain needs that kind of activity especially in these times that's good to hear i mean actually i don't find i find that I end up like, even if I do pick one thing and do it really well, I mean, I don't know if I do it really well, but even if I think I do it really well and I, and I try really hard and I do it all day, I'll still, by the end of the day, sometimes just be like, 
what did I actually do again? I don't know what I did. Like, I'll, I'll practice for like six hours. I mean, not all, all full on, but like uh, there's probably six hours of the day that I'm in a sort of practicing place and in and out yeah. of it. And then I'll get to the end and I'll be like, I can't even remember what, what's actually happened. I don't even, I can't remember any, any of the stuff. It, it all sort of melts into one. So not all the time, but that's Yeah. It. I don't think it surfaces for a while. I think when you have days like that, where this is just my opinion, I mean, but yeah. I think you have those days where you've gone hard at something and you come out and think, what have I actually achieved? I don't feel like I've achieved anything. Yeah. It, it's not to worry about, I don't think, because it, Sometimes these things don't resurface for a while. Yeah, yeah, sure. But you just yeah. planted the seed and you've got to wait for that to sprout a little bit. I've d- I sort of had a, a day like that yesterday. I, f- I felt like I just worked on something for ages and came out of it with nothing to show for it. Yeah. But then today I picked up the guitar and, I, and then it all just came back. I was like, oh, yeah, that's why I did that. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. This new thing. And, and, but what you just said kind of makes me think you've got to sort of get rid of that thing your mind wants to do is having a reason to do everything like an intention something it's like oh i want to do this so i can post it on instagram or so i'll get some likes or i want to do that at this point i'll have this thing to do it's like get rid of that and just do things because you love doing them and just for the sake of doing it because it's because you're doing something good for your mind soul whatever you want to call it yeah yeah just purely for doing it yeah, like uh, Suniva, who I did, who did I did an interview with. She maybe she's listening. I don't know. Hello, Suniva, if you are. Suniva, I did an interview with. She was like, "Don't practice scales." And like I and I, I where where whereas I don't actually agree with her. I sort of know what she meant. I don't think she meant specifically, but what, don't practice scales. But to her, it was like, "I'm not going to practice scales because I don't like practicing scales." I actually quite like mm. practicing scales, so I'm having a great time practicing scales. But. I think it's like, yeah, do the stuff that that's just fun, not like the stuff, not, don't try and have this like means to an end thing. Or like, yeah, as in don't try and uh, go towards yeah. some sort of goal because this is the best time to just like go, you know what, I've got this all this time, I can just, I like doing this very strange thing and I'm just going to just do it and no yeah. one can stop me. Yeah, yeah, that, that's completely it. It's just doing it for the sake of doing it. And don't even question why. So, well, today I want to work out why exactly, you know, seven fits over three. And I just, I don't know. There's not, I'm not thinking, oh, on this gig, I'm going to do it when this happens or anything. It's yeah. purely just because my brain thinks, I want to do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just be okay with that. Yeah. So you've been very productive then, you feel? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I do, like you, like I said before, I've been doing all the same things I normally do in my life. But, um, I've definitely been productive. I've learned stuff, I've gained knowledge, and I've sort of read, you know, opened up a lot to what my mind does. I've been able to read my sort of bad habits more. Right. And my, you know, yeah. Logical bad habits, I mean. Mm, yeah. Still smoke, but psychological bad habits. You're more aware of your brain a bit. Yeah. I think uh, I've, I've felt the same. I've been more aware of like, um, Sorry, I'm sitting in a bad position. I've been more aware of like, like dopamine and like, uh, or what, what's the what, what's the other one? The one like all those chemicals, the positive chemicals, the things. That, oh, um, serotonin. Serotonin. I've been more. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I don't know any much about much, but um, <laughs> I do know, like you know, those things that just, like when I what I've re- what I've worked out is I know a little bit better about when um, when those things are rushing through and like the things that cause them and then the things that don't and the things that make you know and, and you're, I'm really much more aware I'll be like like, like for example I'm drinking this beer I don't, you know sorry um, I'm having this beer it's the end of Sunday and had a busy day um, and you know you drink the beer and I'm really aware now of like okay that's what it is I'm just getting that sort of rush of like sort of serotonin that's saying ah now it's time to chill and I yeah. wasn't so aware of that before, but now that we we're we're just stuck in our room, we have to look at ourselves a bit more, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you with this as well because you're not doing as much. You're still you're in your house, and you you've not got as many escapes as outward escapes as you would normally have. Yeah, your brain's I don't know because I don't like you. I don't know much about much either, but your brain is looking for rewards quite a lot of the time. Yeah. So, Media is one of those quick cocaine style hits where it's just like bang, you've got some happiness coming out your brain or whatever. Yeah. And it, if you keep doing that, 
you do end up going the total opposite way. Yeah. Because, right, I've looked at Facebook, I've looked at Instagram or whatever else you look at. And then you've sort of got this thing of, that, okay, I did that, I rewarded myself or whatever. Yeah. But then you find out, and what, now what are you doing? You've got to, well, if you were doing something before, you've got to recharge and start that again. So, for example, if, if I'm practicing or if I'm working out something, well, my brain's gone into that really nice zone, I'm sure you know, I'm sure loads of musicians know. Yeah. Into that great zone that you've tapped into by going hard into something. Yeah into that like where all your thoughts just quieten down and you're only concentrating on this thing mm. suddenly for no apparent reason it doesn't matter if you've got a notification or not yeah. you just pick up your phone yeah. and just look at something and immediately you've just totally taken yourself out of yeah yeah your brain sort of goes Shoo. yeah gotta now restart and get back into it it's like if you're in the gym and you're lifting weights and you stand around doing nothing for too long you've got to just start all over again if you yeah. just keep in yeah. And that thing is with these being in quarantine like this. I mean, I I really enjoy it, but you you do have to. It is a good way to discipline yourself and think. Okay, I need to. If I'm going to reward myself, then I need to actually have worked. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've worked. And so, just going hard on something for three hours straight, nonstop. Don't eat, don't drink, and then give yourself everything you need for a bit even if it's social media or whatever, and then go back to what you're doing mm. or, or just do something else. But do things for long periods of time. Mm. That's my opinion. So what about like the flip side? Like, Sorry, actually, before we move on, Brigitte Torres is, uh, is, keeps, uh, has just said some positive things about you. Brigitte, do you know Brigitte? Um, the name is very familiar. What's the second she, name? She you, Torres. She met you in Samoa, she says. Like Samoa yes, campsite. yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Hey. She's uh, saying you're a good guitarist. So. Thank, you. Um, Thank you. What I was gonna say, so you can't see these. Uh, I, it's only me who can see these uh, these uh, these messages because we're just on yeah. Skype. Um, the flip side, some people actually find it very difficult, uh, and are still finding it quite difficult to be productive in the current situation that we're in. And yeah. um, I uh, I uh, I realized recently that like my for some reason, I, I, in these situations, I like, I, I, I really like being productive. I go a bit hard on it. But actually, some people they do the opposite and they actually just use this time to, just like literally chill, and just read books or just listen. I mean, I guess that's being productive to some degree. But you know, it's, uh, you know, I feel like I'd like to do that more. Uh, but I've really, not, I, w I wish I was better at that. I haven't done like, like a day where I've just, where I've just chilled out, and just um, done nothing. I haven't yeah. had a whole day where, I, like, every day I'm doing something, and that, I think that's that doesn't that for me. I don't think that is actually a good thing. I wake up at like half six every morning. I don't know why, and I'm just like, right, okay, what are you gonna do now? Like, yeah, I mean, man, I'm, the, I'm definitely the same as that. So, yeah, it's a good point. On the flip side, it can be a negative thing because your brain is like, is going. You have to do this. You have to do that. Yeah. And, it's not necessarily a nice thing. It's like you wouldn't say to someone you love and care for so much, you wouldn't order them out of bed in the yeah. morning. Like, you need to do this and you do that. If you don't do it, then I'm going to be really angry with you. Yeah. And I'm going to make you feel depressed for the rest of the night because you haven't done exactly what I wanted. Yeah. It's, it's not good. And if, that, if you start forming that habit, it's bad. Yeah, like exactly. I like that. That's a really that, that's a really good way of looking at it. The, um, uh, I, was, I was thinking about exactly that, the same about practice the other day. In that, like the that whole thing of like you wouldn't tell you know this is the thing that, that gets brought up when talking about mental health is like you'll say look you wouldn't talk to yourself you wouldn't talk to your friends like you talk to yourself in your own head sometimes yeah. you know sometimes you beat yourself up so much you're like oh you're you know you did this wrong why did you do that and you're not doing this very well and you wouldn't tell you wouldn't say that to your best friend or your your family because because it, actually it's not true a lot of the time, or most of it isn't true. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, I mean, I've if you had a teacher who who, who treat you like that, you'd be like, "Fuck this teacher! I'm getting yeah. a teacher or something like this. this guy's an asshole or whatever." Yeah, and, just, yeah, exactly. And I think as musicians, and I think I, I think it's a human problem. Actually, I don't think it's just artists or musicians. I think it is a human problem to treat ourselves really badly. Yeah. And to slam ourselves for any little thing, and to compare ourselves. I mean, that's the main reason social media is terrible. Yeah. It makes you compare yourself to have other you, people. Have you found social media has like been a a positive or a, a negative for you whilst you've been in? Uh, I think it's 
70% negative. And so, <laughs> yeah, 70% is a good amount. I see what you, I, I, I'm sort of with you. I think it's funny with Facebook and whatever because I've, usually it's a long line of semi interesting things or let's now semi boring things. Yeah. A lot of the time. Sorry to have anyone who posts stuff on social media. But I mean, we, we, are, we, we all post such stuff on social media. And, so sometimes, but I thought to myself loads, like, I'm going to just shut all this shit down. But then sometimes you find one thing or you find something that someone's putting it, it gives you something or you, you, you do learn something. You think, oh, I didn't know that before. Yeah. I find out about this new person who's great at this thing. Yeah. And from like, you gain so much, it's like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't close it down. But I think just like anything, if you use it in the wrong way, it's bad. Yeah. It, like a toy that we don't know how to play with. We've properly. definitely not worked it out yet, have we? We don't know what our brains are up to with it. And it's like going on it is in itself risky because if you're in a delicate spot through the day, mm-hmm. you're doing something well and you're feeling quite good, yeah. it, it can just ruin the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Not because of anything particular, just the act of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but anyway, I mean, that's. I'm quite envious of people, like you say, who can just who aren't doing, who maybe aren't doing anything with with a lot of dates, who are just watching stuff or reading old books and cooking stuff and just being content with that. I would love to be able to do that, but I think I'm such a workaholic with in terms of music yeah. that I just can't. I find <laughs> it hard to, to not do anything. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm the same. I am totally the same. I end up always end up doing something. I like literally end up making make giving myself busy days it's like yeah how have you done this how have you managed to make yourself busy in uh in lockdown we all do it but i mean you know i do sometimes sometimes you're definitely i mean you're definitely one of the biggest taskmasters i know yeah i just always end up with loads of stuff but i mean i like it you obviously do it for me i don't you know there's no no one's making me do it but I, i i i do i do i do like it i don't know yeah it's uh, it's funny, but I would like to be able to to, to chill a bit more, and I think yeah. I think I'm going to try and sort that out. But I keep saying that I'm like, you know what? This Sunday I'm just going to do like I'm just going to do nothing, and and I just don't. Never, I, just never don't. I mean, I've, it's only from this lockdown that I've been able to, in a, a long time, is watch films. Yeah, I've seen loads of films. I love watching them, but I've never in recent years like the past five i've not been able to just sit down and watch a film because i thought but i should be doing this huh. but i should be blah 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 yeah. and it's only recently i've actually sat down and watched a few actual whole films from start to finish That's and good. just enjoyed the process and then afterwards you're like ah i can still do this other thing yeah because you know if you if you're working then your brain is learning this thing, it's doing this thing, and then you come away from it. And it's not like if you come away from it, you're not doing it anymore. Your brain is still manufacturing it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Back to it, and you sort of, you're almost better at it than you were before. Yeah, no, totally. That definitely happens. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's funny. I don't know. I am, um, I don't know. What you said the other day was, was was in, you know the you were like actually now that we're starting to see that this is probably going to last longer than we thought that you're finding it easier to chill out because you're not like, okay, well, I've got... Because first of all, we maybe thought this was... We weren't sure, but maybe some of us thought, hey, this will just be about three weeks or something, mm. you know? Yeah. Uh, and thinking, okay, yeah, okay, maybe it's maybe it's three weeks. And then if it was only three weeks, you would maybe be a bit pissed off with yourself if you didn't, like, cane it all the way through. But yeah. if this looks like it's going to be longer, maybe we can... I, I sort of wish they would. I wish I knew. That's the thing. I know that the cat tell us. Be nice if it was a date. The, yeah, a there's no, there's no, there's no date, and it's a, no. it's a real. It is a shame, but I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm having like I think as Adrian said in one of the in in this in the first one we did, he was like he's just, it's best to just you know just do what the government says in this situation. We just yeah. have to go like we just have to accept. Maybe we don't <laughs> get it. Yeah. Stand in central London on your own in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like staring through the windows of Pret a Manger. Yeah. Um, so, specifically, what. No, actually, first of all, before we go into specifics about what you've been doing, 
it'd be actually interesting to just hear how you first got into playing because there's a bunch of people actually just before we move on there's a bunch of people here who really like your music Constanka Koleva you've got a lot of people from different countries who like your music (laughs) I'm going to put that on Constanka says is that how I say the name? I've always said Constanza well I think what you're trying to say there is that's how you say the name um (laughs) Sorry. So, yeah, she says, definite pleasure to know such a talented mu- young musician. Hope to keep listening to his live performances more often in the future. She could be talking about me, but I think she's talking about you. Maybe she's talking about both of us. No, I think she's talking about you. But okay. sadly, she will. If, if she goes and sees you play, I'd say there's at least a 50% chance that I'll be there. Even, be there. You know, even if you haven't booked me on the gig. I'll yes. probably be there, and you'll you'll feel like you have to get me up to sit in on the tune anyway. So it's all right. Yeah, just sounds like every other gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I was asking you if you there's a bunch of people listening who who obviously like your stuff. So why don't you? I don't think you, I've ever heard you talk about how you started playing. I mean, I have heard you talk about you, how you started playing, but why don't you just say it into the microphone? <laughs> um. How did I start playing? I think I'd, my brother, who is also a musician, um, plays different styles of music, but his brother's a fantastic musician. Um, yeah, your brother is a fantastic musician. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. And it's interesting that we both just do totally different stuff, but both guitar and both come from the exact same place, but we just sort of went with that. But no, he's, my brother's also a musician, so I think when he, he got a guitar before me, he started playing before me. And I, I think I just had that younger brother, Envy. Um, and I just wanted a guitar. I wanted to also do that thing. Yeah. So I started playing around with it when I was eight. And then when I was nine, my mom bought me my first guitar and then also got us guitar lessons from um, a lady called Sue Kershaw. And then it just just took off from there, really, and we had basic lessons for it for a few years. And then, you know, we started developing really bad taste in music pretty quickly. What, is it, what do you mean by that? As in, um, Well, I think the, the taste of music I had at that age, like 10 or 11, was things like The Darkness and Green Day. And actually, to be honest, they were a good band. They, at the time, they were a really good band. Yeah, man. They were good. And then... I was just playing rock music like Nirvana, yeah. well, rock, Nirvana and Metallica and stuff like that. Always electric guitar, and then it and I ended up going into more progressive rock music like seventies prog rock music, like Yes and Led Zeppelin and um, bands even like I don't know like Hawkwind and really stuff. I didn't know you liked Hawkwind. Oh man, I used to love them and Free and Scream <laughs> and um, God. Loads of stuff. Yeah. Never the Beatles. I never was into the But anyway, um, yeah, and then it just started from there. And then from that, I got in, I found out about finger picking music, like, you know, mm. country, bluegrass sort of stuff. And then that was like a, a milestone of like a different kind of guitar playing, a more refined kind of guitar playing. Mm. And I think, again, it was probably my brother, Darius, who, who got me onto that. I can't remember now. And then that was for a few years, and then and then at some point, I think when I was fifteen, I found out about Django Reinhardt. Mm. <clears throat> but and again, that was my brother. He came home with a new CDs one day, one of which was the best of Django Reinhardt. Um, in my opinion, that's the best album. And it was, it was just, I think the first thing I heard was Minor Swing, like the classic. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I was just completely hooked on that, and then I. But I didn't learn it. I didn't even think about learning any gypsy jazz until I was 17. So I left it for two years. I just didn't do anything about it. Um, yeah. And then when I was 17, I went 100% hard on it. Yeah. I just learned everything I could and just transcribe every lick and everything. And I think, yeah, since that's obviously still going, the gypsy jazz thing. But since then, I've just been doing loads of other stuff. Yeah. That's how I got into That's into how you got into playing. So I got into playing. That's how you got into playing jazz, basically, isn't it? Like the, 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 the roundabout, the the big thing the big that is jazz. Yeah. Because you do a, a bunch of different things and you're interested in a lot of different things, right? Nowadays, you don't just stick with, you haven't just stuck with just playing gypsy jazz, right? No, not at all. I think um, there's there's all sorts of stuff. I mean, you, you're, a, you're one of the people who definitely unhinged my interest in 
indie music. Yeah. I was always, I think I always knew about it and was interested, but I think you were, you know, it's, it's good to have a person who's like, listen to this, gives you something to listen to. Yeah. And I think you sent me some things and then that, so there's Indian music and all the rhythms of that. And then there's Middle Eastern music or particularly Iranian music, mm-hmm. which I've been delving hard into. And yeah, even certain types of rock music, but, and then loads of modern jazz stuff like Keith Jarrett. I mean, you know, I'm huge on Keith Jarrett. Jarrett. I absolutely love Keith Jarrett. Um, so those elements have, have now strongly, strongly in, not necessarily in my, what I do now, but the, I'm learning all of them day by day. Just in terms of Keith Jarrett, because I know that you, you basically became obsessed with Keith Jarrett for, for a long time. Yes. As in like, it was all about Keith Jarrett in your, in your life. Most of your life was Keith Jarrett. And that, that was, that's great. Because I, I mean, Keith Jarrett's amazing, but I just wonder how, what's it like to try and, because you basically spent a lot of time trying to take his, uh, his lines and work them out and, and play them on guitar. Is that difficult? Uh, yes. Not always. I mean, it depends because it's, it's a guitar and it's not a piano. Yeah. But with a piano, you can just do that. Yeah. Guitar, it might mean you have to faff around loads, put fingers in weird places. Um, but it was, it's been, it's changed my entire life. And then I wouldn't even sound the way I do without Keith Jarrett at all. Right. Um, but now it's, it's very difficult, but it, his stuff, I, I mean, I know that he's not for everyone. I know that more people either feel indifferent to him or don't like him than love him. I just, um, is that true? As in like people, I mean, do you mean people like, if we're taking the general population, then you might be right. But I think that in the jazz world, most people, most people dig uh, Keith Jarrett. They can dig some, yeah, some stuff. I think generally the, the, the things I've heard is that, yeah, he's, it's not really my thing for some reason. Or they're just usually people just annoyed at his uh, screaming and shouting. It is annoying. <laughs> I really, I think it's great. If anybody's not heard of Keith Jarrett, go check him out. And just any, 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 you know, right now you're probably on YouTube or maybe not. You may be listening to this later on in an audio episode, but you probably are on YouTube. You can just after this, don't do, don't leave now, but go and just go on YouTube, search for Keith Jarrett and you'll find, uh, you'll find a guy playing the piano and he's absolutely amazing. One of the most like free improvisers ever in the, in the world of like, sort of straight ahead jazz and just jazz in general he's very free in his way but he makes really annoying noises when he plays right he basically goes like and you can just hear and it's like it's quite it can be off-putting but if you i think the most off-putting thing is sometimes i don't know if there's one particular recording where he's playing on um what's it called not saint louis blues the other place saint louis street blues oh yeah Uh, yeah it's so it's a slow, heartfelt sort of blues, and yeah. he's playing yeah. these amazing lines. But the whole thing—he's not—he's scatting, but he's just singing the same note really loudly over the whole thing. So he's playing a beautiful line, and he's just going really, really, really loud. So sometimes, yeah, it's a little bit annoying. But no, I mean, I, I see what you mean by getting into it because you basically just—it just starts to become you—you get—you're basically getting into his solo with him because he's just basically really into his solo, right? He's just yeah. having the best time taking a solo, and yeah. for some reason that's coming out in like or whatever. But like you can, it, after a while, you're right. You can get into it by just being like, "Man, he he just loves it so much." So I'm I'm in it with him. Yeah, yeah. It's just it becomes like a voice over the top of it that you just get used to, and yeah. you think, "Yeah, I mean, it would almost sound worse without it now." Yeah. Now they're so used to it. Yeah. But he's yeah. also got that weird thing about like telling the audience off as well, right? Yeah, he did that when we when I went to go and see him. He was like, someone took a someone was taking photos, and then he just left the stage. He didn't even say anything. He just walked off <laughs> mid concert. He just walked off the stage, and we all were just left in silence. And then the the tour manager had to come on stage and say, "Can people with cameras please put them away? It's extremely distracting for Keith and." You blah 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 blah, and then he came back on, 
and then he 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 comes up to the microphone and he just says, um, "Those of you with any cameras, take yourselves out now and take as many fucking po- pictures as it is necessary to kill those fucking cameras, and then you come back in, and then I might play for you." And then just literally after he said that, he went straight over to the piano and just attacked it. Just played the most ferociously aggressive but amazing thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It was so it's yeah, it's it's an experience going to see him. He doesn't take anything lightly. No. He doesn't like he just doesn't he basically doesn't like any distractions, does he? No. Which I can understand, but I can understand. I think it's just that's a different level. And I think it must be difficult being him. Well, I think it's quite difficult. To, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think I think he's I think he's got issues. <laughs> I would, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely something. I think it's quite difficult to be him. Yes. Like, I think you know. I think it is. And uh, yeah. but he is an ama- He's an amazing. He's an amazing musician. He's, yeah, I've <clears> never <throat> heard him improvise like that. And yeah. I think that's something we all want to aspire to as jazz musicians is is the freest level of improvisation possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so attractive. Yeah. Hey, so what what specifically have you been uh, working on musically then? So you you've said that you've been practicing a lot, but what have you been doing? Um, you don't have to a... go too technical, but you can if you want. <laughs> no, I won't go too technical, but um I have been writing a lot of new music, first and foremost. Because there's um I've set up a new trio which we were going to have our first gig on the 8th of May, but that is obviously not happening anymore. No. Um, so whether this quarantine was happening or not, I was going to be writing music, but I'm definitely doing that now. So I'm mainly doing that. And then I'm, in terms of working on stuff, I'm working on a lot of mathematics with music. Mm-hmm. I'm working on a lot of um, different time signatures and incorporating um, polyrhythms playing polyrhythms on the guitar with one hand. So like, you know, playing one time signature with these fingers and playing another time signature with my thumb. Things yeah. like that. Does, and, any, uh, does anybody else do that? I mean, there will be definitely... No one I know, but there definitely will be loads of guitarists who do that. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess it will have happened a, a bit. But I, I, I haven't actually heard... Maybe, you know, th- actually that, you know, to the... To the um, to the to, to non musicians, that sounds really, really, really complicated. Or even to people who don't do um, don't like play a bit. Yeah, but actually, you know that that even a simple version of that is probably something that you've probably done before, right? Like playing three with your finger and four with three with wait, what was three with this? Sorry, three with this hand and four with this. Or you can like that's probably that probably happens quite a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely those, those kind of things. But I guess it's just it's that on a more complex version. Yeah. So you're going you're going hard on it. Just yeah, going hard on that, and then learning. Can you show I mean, me now? Sure. I can show you a simple one. No, I want to show the. I want to hear the hardest one. Well, my hands are freezing, so I'm not going to do that. But say if I'm doing, uh, I don't know, if I've got playing in 5-8 with just these fingers, so I'm going 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, what, I can't do anymore, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, yeah, yeah. so that's in 5-8, and then what I'm going to do is with the thumb, just smash <laughs> um, triplets over that, so like, just go like this over the top, uh, 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 dun, dun, 1, 2, 3, dun, 1, 2, 3, 1, like that. So here's the five, and now here are the triplets. And then you've just got that over the top. Yeah. That's, so I've been doing loads of stuff like that, and other versions of it, and other speeds, and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I've been doing a lot, what a lot of other jazz musicians have been doing, and transcribing solos of people. Mm-hmm. Um, T. Grant Hamasian, and still some Keith Jarrett, and doing what you've been doing a bit and working on Indian music. Yeah. Yeah. What, and what, what sort of stuff have you been doing with Indian music? What sort of, what, what's been getting you excited? Uh, like, well, like you have also Kushiki Chakrabarti. <laughs> um, and anyone who's, anyone who knows anything about this, Kushiki Chakrabarti is probably the most famous and probably the greatest Indian classical singer and in, probably in the world, right? Hindustani classical. Yeah. 
than in northern Indian classical music, probably the first, the leading exponent of the music yeah. in the world, I'd say. And um, yeah, and she reposted something Matt did <laughs> on his Facebook, and it was just pretty cool. Yeah, I, I transcribed her, and she was like, wow, this is really weird that this violinist who can't sing has decided to sing over my solo, so I'll post it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty exciting. That was like the best, that's pretty much the best thing that's happened to me all year. Like, it maybe cool. it is. I'm trying to think of anything good has happened this year. <laughs> well, we went to India, that was pretty good. Oh, yeah, we went to India. That was amazing. That was great. Okay, India was great, but like, other than that, there's not been much. There's not been well, much good stuff going on, eh? I think in terms of a post, in terms of posting something on Facebook and what you could wish for as a result, I don't think you could have wished for a better result. I <laughs> was like, that was bullseye. That was like that is bullseye. Yeah, I did. I, I was. I was really excited. <laughs> I felt like a like a teenage fan of some sort of like I don't know. I just it was yeah. it was funny. I was, yeah. I, re I was really happy, <laughs> but actually only for a really small period of time. And then I actually went into like this back, back to the like, what the hell's going on? I didn't have a very good day yesterday. What is it? What's going on? Um, so you've been, but you've been working on, uh, you've been basically listening to a lot of Kashiki, I know that. And then, but you also be quite into the more of the Kyanatic stuff, right? Yeah. So I've been probably going that more, um, like the conical stuff, not trying to learn conical. Mm -hmm. Um, just the rhythmical aspect of it yeah and working what's going on and working out how you can how you can make a beat sound as disjointed as possible yeah and learning how to sing it but more importantly play it at some point and then not only just learn these party tricks but then internalize them so you know exactly how it goes yeah you can put, so you can just do it if someone says play this beat over this beat you'll just be like okay i can do that it's not like oh yeah i'll refer to that thing that i learned it's like so it's more that it's so just been going very very hard on that with this southern indian conical yeah and yeah just that's a, that's about it in terms of what i'm working on but that's yeah that's quite a lot that's quite a lot of stuff that's quite a lot of stuff hey brigitte has asked you to play a tune do you want to play a tune sure just play it just play a bit i can't i can't really join in i'll just watch I could try and clap sound, really badly in time. It might sound really bad if you joined in. Oh, it would sound terrible. I'd ruin it. The, the, <laughs> the lag on this stuff is so bad that it just wouldn't work out. We're still to, still yet to make... You know, they can do it. They have started doing these apps where you can both jam together over, in, over the internet, though. And if you both if you both have to have like a really good connection... Um, what, in terms of like a personal connection? No. no. <laughs> no yeah, you have to both... You basically have to be in love with each other and then, and then it works out. No, right. you have to basically have a good internet connection, which I know that you don't have. I'm actually shocked that this has worked out. I thought that you'd have like turned into a load of like squares by now, and I'd have, I'd just be doing this podcast on my own. You've got really bad internet at your house. I actually am a load of squares, and I've actually t morphed into loads and loads of squares. Oh yeah, well, actually you are in. You are actually loads of squares if we're thinking yeah. about pixels and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, listen, just play a tune. I'll shut the. F I'll shut up. Okay. Um, I don't know what to play. <clears throat> just uh, play, play. Uh, a very small portion of of your really long long solo thing. Um, when I say a really small portion, that's because it's solo thing. It's less a long time. Okay, just play a bit.
You're you're actually pretty good. Oh, thanks, man. That's really kind of you. I reckon you should. Uh, I, I reckon you should try and get some gigs. I'm gonna try and get some gigs. I'm gonna try and do some gigs. I think you should try and do some gigs in September. Uh, yeah, I might. I might try and actually play on a stage. I think in front of people. This Maybe. is basically the, the. Is this the first gig you've done? That was the first gig I've done in two months, man. Nearly. How many? How many gigs would you have done? If it hadn't been for, would you would you have got through if you hadn't if it hadn't been for this? Um, I reckon by now, probably about twenty five. No, I, I, how long has it been? I don't even know how long it's been. I think we've been I think we've been in lockdown for about about a year. I can't really something like that. Nah, it's longer than that. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. I think, I think it's been I think it's been a. Official lockdown was the 20th of March, I think. Right. I think. So I think by now, I would have had about, I would have done about 20 or 25 gigs. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one thing I don't, one thing I don't miss about playing music is function gigs. Yeah. That's one thing I'm happy to be not doing. Yeah. I dread leaving my house at the best of times when I've got a function gig. And I think now it's like, ah, cool. Well, I'd have to do that. Which is quite nice. I hope that there's no potential bookers on here, <laughs> but um, because you're gonna love fun- function gigs when when we're when we're allowed to do gigs again. This is true. You, I mean, you won't, but you'll like you'll like the idea of them. You'll like the theory. You'll like them in theory. Everyone likes them in theory because basically, you know, someone calls you up and they say, "Hey, do you want to? I really want to give you a lot of money, and I just the reason I want to do that is because." Because I want you to play music for me. You're like that is, that is amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for, for thinking of me in that way. Number one, you for wanting to give me loads of money, and also number two for wanting to hear my music. Thank you very much. But a lot of the time you get there, and it doesn't feel very nice, does it? Because you know there's lots of things. No one's listening to you. Well, that's always the main one, isn't it? Not no one's listening to you, and. It can, I don't know what it is. I always just feel I play badly on function gigs as well. I don't know why. It's not a real thing. But I only do if if it's just if it's stressful. If it's stressful and the people are loud, I think that can be stressful. Yeah. It can be really, yeah. really distracting. And it can make you not hear your own instrument, which does make you play badly. Yeah. It just it's a fact. So that's now, a... Wrong. some function gigs I've really, really enjoyed. Some can be great. Yeah. It can be, you know, there's nice people and the pe- person who's booked is great and you're playing with mates. It can be, it can be really nice. There's loads of nice ones. I, I there's loads of nice ones, yeah. I think maybe it's just, you know, as uh, musicians who play, because as well as playing all this stuff that we're talking about and that we just heard, right, you play old, a lot of old jazz or jazz. You, you know a lot of that stuff. You've been in the gypsy jazz world for a long time. It's yeah. your thing and that's really like you know it's 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 a large part of your playing um aside from aside from all this stuff it's it's, it's a part of your playing anyway yeah. and um so it me you know as a london musician you end up getting i'm with you i'm we're in the same boat you end up getting booked on 
on a lot of function gigs because that that music is so uh, it's so good for function gigs. Like the notable for that, yeah. You know, they, it's just there, and I, you know, when you you first get into playing and when you first get into gigging, you end up doing you you get a lot of these gigs and you're like, nice. Actually, in the same exactly what I just said, it was like you're like, man, these people want to give me money, and I actually get to play these tunes that I really want to play, and mm. that that I'm happy. But I think maybe sometimes if you do too many of them, you get a bit. Make you go a bit crazy. Can, yeah, you can just go a bit crazy doing too many of them, and you can become a bit uh, what's the right word? Jaded. Yeah. Maybe that's the right word. Is that? That's not an offensive word, is it? No, I don't think so. I know. It, and then um, you can just become a bit numbed to the fact that you see your musical life as you play and people don't listen, or you play and people are indifferent, and you play and it's not people haven't really come to see you. Yeah. And you, so that's when you can start to just see it as a job. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're searching a progressive musician and all this sort of thing, then you just sort of become more, you get a taste for just wanting to play music you love so much yeah. for people who are there. For it. Either because they've been searching for new music or because they've heard about you and they've wanted to come and see you. Yeah. That's just so, you know, there's not really much. It's not much better. better. No, I, it doesn't yeah. get much better than that. So once you've, gotten used to that it's just very difficult to 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 think of anything else yeah yeah i mean the reason why you're playing this music exactly yeah it's a very wonderful reason yeah it's you know you all lift each other up in a room together Mm. not physically that'd be weird but well you know you could just go to you could just meet and try and lift each other up (laughs) (laughs) that's why i play music man it's for the gains yeah um no i i agree and i think that you know i for me i just love uh as long as someone's just into it that's it i don't really care you, you know that if if people are i think it, you know what's funny is like we do that regular gig at zadell right and it can be sometimes like no one's listening but sometimes people really are listening and the moment there's a, a bunch of people listening you instantly start playing better right you're just yeah. like right i'm gonna play for these guys and you just do it and you have the you can have a really good time yeah um, it's it's funny because it completely and utterly contradicts everything i was talking about before which is just do things for yourself and with no intention and with no reason but it's a weird one with that i guess because when you're playing live if there's no one listening then it's like i don't know what's a good uh What's a good metaphor for that? I don't know. It's just you're just throwing things into nothing yeah. and it's wondering why you're doing it. And you just if no fucking throw no stones into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to. Oh, fuck sake, man. Just <laughs> Like trying to run into a big herd of pigeons and they all just fly away as soon as you. I'll stay in this park long enough and keep running into as many herds of pigeons I might get one of them <laughs> but you never so, get the pigeon right you never get the pigeon no and so maybe that's what doing doing some gigs is like <laughs> <laughs> but what's the opposite of that then is it maybe just like like slowly opposite. walking up to the pigeon and catching it whilst it's not looking no, the opposite of that would be standing in a field playing the violin and then loads of cows come and surround you all right, yeah. My heads. Okay. That's oh, a good one. <laughs> or maybe like, you know, if you if you're playing sitting down in the park, maybe the pigeons would just they would like start to get used to you and they'd and they'd be like, actually you know what? There's a little bit of fucking burger over there. And I don't <laughs> and I don't think this guy's gonna I don't I think this guy's just standing there doing this weird thing, so I think I can go and get it. Yeah. I think he might be <laughs> giving food as well as doing this weird thing, so I'll stay here. Yeah. And then you think you've got an audience. Yeah. Whereas it's actually just a hungry pigeon. That does, so that like, does happen sometimes as well. <laughs> that's a good uh, metaphor for Zadell, I guess. It's hungry <laughs> pigeons. Sort of eating despite of you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, I don't know what No, I'm no, I, I, that happens as well. <laughs> Anyway, fuck. But no, you're right. It does when someone starts listening at a, in a place where it's not really the norm to go to listen to the band. It's like as soon as you have, you feel someone's connected with you. You want to play for them. Yeah. Even now, 
a reason other than just playing on a stage. Yeah, well, because it isn't. It isn't like music isn't just like a. It shouldn't be just like a selfish thing. Like a lot of a lot of music is selfish, right? Like the reason that I practice is a hundred percent selfish. I'm not actually thinking when I practice like. I'm going to change the world with my music. I don't think that. I'm, and, and, and I don't think many people do. I think most of us are like, I just really like this thing and I just want to do it and I'm just going to practice it. And that's why we do it, right? But, but as soon as you like playing a gig, that selfish thing sort of goes away a little bit. You, don't, you do actually want to basically, and I don't know if it's all about ego. You do want to just show someone. You want to be like, look, You'll like this. I'm telling yeah. you. That's... Yeah, yeah. And it's it, the best part of it is just when you're just so into it. Yeah. And then that just goes straight into the audience and they can feel that. And I think whether or not you're musically uh, intelligent, no, that's a horrible word to use. Music, you know, if you know much about music or not, it doesn't matter. You can pick up on a, on a good energy coming from someone. And if it's just real, then it doesn't matter. People just definitely pick up on that yeah they do yeah there's always maybe a hint of ego in, in all of us it's like yeah i'm gonna do this but that's, that's the fleeting moment and i think you just want to share this thing you love so much mm. and you've got gigs to do this with yeah. and wonderful people who come to your gigs and listen to it it's like good right there's people here that it does not because i want to show you something it's not because i want to be like hey look at this it's just I love this so much. I can't wait to do it in front of you. Yeah. This, you um, hopefully, you're going to really love this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. just that you're just doing it because you want to just have an, I don't know, have an outlet for this yeah. thing you've got in you. Yeah. But, yeah. There was, there was, like, I, there was a realization I had recently where I, I thought, you know, actually, I do music for myself in a lot of ways. Like, I guess the gigging thing is a different thing, but actually, the reason I do it is for myself. And, uh, and it and it actually it takes a lot of it does that does take a bit of pressure off because you then like actually yeah you're right I'm not yeah. doing this for anybody else so if no one else likes it then I that's I wasn't doing it for them anyway I was doing it for me so it can take a bit of pressure off but then you know it's easy to say that as soon as as soon as you're on a gig it stops being about that it's like it's different so it's yeah it's, it's just I think it's part of the human problem is that just never quite being content ever <laughs> matter what you do we're yeah. just we're just these like stressed out westerners who are just constantly thinking about themselves so yeah. you're always like what well, it should have been like this but it was meant to be like this it like, <laughs> doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah. well, who cares it just doesn't matter just do it it's fine it'll be it'll be great but i think if you if you i don't know if you're writing music or you wanting to do it specifically because you want to you think it's going to be great for people. Are you going to write it for this? Are you going to deliver this concert and it's going to be like this? And you're going to, you're doing it for, I think it, it's instantly coming from the wrong place. Yeah. I think if you just, like you just said, which is definitely the best way, is to just do it because you just love doing it. First of all, it will come from the right place and <clears throat> the people who will listen to it and the feedback you'll get from it will just be more, I don't know. It'll be more well received by you, and it'll just feel more sincere. Well, also, it's like the moment you stop thinking, "Well, well, I'm doing this for." If you if you think so, I'm doing this for a higher purpose, man, and I'm doing this because I want to change the world. I want to change the face of music, which is a it's a good thing to feel as well. But sometimes, if you feel like that, and then you go and turn up to your gig, and no one gives a shit, then you're <laughs> like, "Well, what the fuck, man? I was doing this for you guys," and it's like, actually, dude. You were doing it for you because you really like doing it, and that's why you've got good. So if no one cares, just fuck them. You like it? For, you're doing it for yourself. It's gonna be people who don't care. And it's Sorry, I've had I've had like one beer, <laughs> and I'm and I and I think and I'm like telling everyone to you know I need to chill, I need to chill out. She comes with like angry Scotsman who just can't handle one beer anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing, right? Is uh, I don't even fucking care about that sort of Yeah. Thing. <laughs> that's a weird scottish accent but fair enough yes because <laughs> whenever i do a scott an actual scottish accent accent you say that's a really weird spanish accent you're doing there man yeah, no, yeah. it basically can't win i'm just a dick, can't win. <laughs> I'm just a total dick. did we have were we halfway through a point before i berated you 
I think it was more just about doing something for your own purpose and, yeah. and no one else's. Yeah. But I think that from that you will you will get the right people and the right Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The right thing that's supposed to come out of it. It's just if you're doing something too much for outer exterior things, it's just you're gonna stress yourself out and you're gonna ex be expecting too much and you're gonna put too much pressure on yourself and it's not necessary. If you're doing something because a, you find out you've got a knack for it and good at it and you love it so much and you just want to do it. You've got other people to to make this music with and you have a means to deliver it and it it's just it'll it'll come off so much better and you'll be more relaxed. Mm. And it doesn't also it doesn't matter if people don't like it. There's always gonna be people who don't like anything. Always. Yeah. It just doesn't matter who or what it is. If you go on any YouTube video ever in the whole world, there's always gonna be likes and dislikes. It doesn't matter what it is, how much you think it's the best thing in the world, someone doesn't like it. Yeah, I think isn't that the isn't that like the the sign that you've done well if you've got a couple of dislikes? Like if you've got you know, if you've start to get people pissed off then you're then at least you know, doing that's like better than just a load of sort of like, yeah, that was great. No worries, dude. <laughs> you want some people to be really pissed off. Like, no, no that's yeah. not how it's done. <laughs> you want to you get people riled up. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. You want to spur something. Yeah. Spur something. But you don't want to be doing that from a malicious point, though. That's the thing. No. You don't want to, want to spur something good in someone or bad. Because I think the whole thing of I want to change the world, I think the, that sort of do-gooder mentality can be more damaging than anything. Yeah. And I think just just do it for yourself, and whether people like it or not is by the by. Yeah, and you know what? This has really helped us all realize is that you know we can't. We definitely like musicians. I like the video from Patrice. Right. Someone's someone's got someone else. Uh, Brigitte is Brigitte, Brigitte says she likes your Patrice video. Which all is right, pretty nice. There's quite a few of them. Yeah. All right, mate. Is the uh, one with come out. No, she says the one was Dario. Ah, the island one, nice. Yeah. yeah, that is a good video. That was a funny story behind that because I, I uh, go on in. I know the story, but I, I want to, I want to hear it again. I was, I was partying pretty hard the night before. What do you mean by that? Just drinking rather heavily, and I think I was up until about six o'clock in the morning, and then that night, Patrus, I was talking to Patrus, was also sort of on a good level, <laughs> let's say. Um, and we sort of had one of those drunken conversations of like, oh, man, we should do a video at some point. I was like, man, anytime, don't worry about it. Like, anytime, like, let's do it tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock, man, yeah, I'm on it. Don't worry about it. All this sort of thing. And then I think the night just went on and on and on and then eventually passed out in bed. And then I just heard this knock on the door. And I, I woke up and I thought I was going to die. Mm. Immediately thought I was about to die. And then it was um, someone from the vessel who <laughs> Patrice is waiting. He's got his thing set up. Dario and Patrice are waiting. That's great. And I just, I, I remember just never wanting to not exist ever more than that moment. Yeah, it's really bad, though. And it, you know, like, these things are fine. You get there and you feel awful. But as soon as you sit down and play, it all just goes away. It's fine. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. You can feel, even like, you know, I don't want to talk too much about being hammered, but, like, you know, you can be hammered or, or you can be, have a hangover I don't, I don't think you can be hammered and play. I find that very diff difficult. But you can have a hangover or whatever. Or you can be, yeah. you, say you've got a cold, like you've got a really bad cold. You yeah. Know, you, as soon as you play, you're fine. But as soon yeah. as you stop, <laughs> that's when it, you know. So, that's if, when it all goes downhill. Which is pretty bad for like violinists <laughs> because if you're in a jazz band, right, you're going you're gonna to play your solo. You're going to play them head maybe and then you're going to play your solo and then you're not going to play anything else. Maybe you will, but... But no one's going to want you to, and I'll say that no one wants you to play more than just your head and your solo. But um, you'll play your head and your solo, and then you'll just sort of ha then you'll stop and you'll listen. And if you feel if you if you're ill or something, that's really bad because you're just like, oh god, yeah, no, I'm fucking, yeah, no, no, I feel terrible. <laughs> and then you go back to playing, and you're that, fine. At that moment, you just sort of, as the saying goes, your eyes are just two pistols in the snow. Is that the one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, but now that that Patrice video was really fun because it was I was really relaxed just after that, so it was nice playing with Dario, and it was just like ah, this is actually what a nice hangover cure yeah. playing music. It's the best thing. Yeah. Um, let's just let's let's wrap it up because we've done about yeah. an hour. 
Um, yeah. But first, but just just before we do, it'd be nice to know what you're going to do for the next 24 hours or whatever. What are you going to do? Next 24 hours after this, I'm going to go back to some work I was doing in music, which was just some mathematical stuff, um, time signature stuff, and then I'm I've cooked enough spaghetti bolognese to last me about two weeks, so. I'm going to have some of that. And then, I don't know, I, but then... Probably just practicing, eh? Keep practicing for the rest of the night because that is just what I want to do. And then I enjoy writing music most very late at night. So I think when it gets to about 11 o'clock or midnight, I'll start continuing with a piece of music I was writing. Nice. Then the next day will be much the same as today, just minus this podcast. Or maybe I'll, maybe we'll do another one. No, probably not. Another I think we did enough. Um, that was great man thanks for chatting to me very fun thanks for having yeah, me yeah it was on. good wasn't it yeah um, I'm going to I'm going to say goodbye to you now and then I'm and then I'll say goodbye to everybody else without you cool. there nice just because uh, just because you want to have your moment I just want to have my my moment uh, in the sun just talking yeah. to the people you know yes and uh, I don't know man I'm talking shit Nice to hang out with you, and I'll hopefully see you. Uh, no, I won't see you. I won't see you soon. But I'll hopefully, uh, I'll probably we'll speak to you tomorrow. Huh? Thanks to everyone who was listening as well. Yeah, thanks to everyone listening. But yeah, but, I'll see you on Skype soon. I'm sure. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Or maybe Zoom. All right. Thanks, man. See you, man. Bye. Bye. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying. I hope you enjoyed this interview. I certainly did. Kurosh is a real good friend of mine. It was nice to chat to him about how he's doing. Uh, I'm doing a bunch of these. I do them every, maybe maybe like twice a week now I'm doing them. They're live streamed and then I put them up on uh, all the podcast places. If you have been enjoying these podcasts, it would be really helpful if you could uh, go straight to iTunes or what they call Apple Podcasts and give me a, um, a rating because it means that we get picked up quicker and people can people see the podcasts uh, easier it'd be really helpful if you could um but if you if you if you if you you know if you're busy which i'm sure you're not but if you are busy don't worry about it and uh, i'm i'm really glad that you were listening and thanks very much for checking it out i'm um, speech again soon goodbye <laughs>